0: Welcome to Arts Monday, Simpoesis on ESED Radio 89.7 FM. This program takes place on the Gadigal land of the Eora Nation, and I pay my respect to the elders, past, present, and yet to come. My name is Ira and I will be with you for the next hour and a half and joining me in conversation today will be artist and curator Consuelo Cavanilla with whom I will be talking about the new artist-run gallery, Sydney International, located on 81 Sydenham Road and set up to focus on experimentation rather than presentation and we will unpack this in more detail in just a few minutes. Consuelo, do we have you online? Yes, I'm here. Thank you, Ida. Good morning. Where are you calling us from this morning? I'm oh. also on the lands of the Gadigal
1: people of the Euro Nation, both working here and living in this same area in the inner west of Sydney.
0: And what surrounds you? What is your current view this morning as you talk <laughs> to us? I'm in my bedroom, uh, so um,
1: I can see my very tiny balcony in my very small apartment in the Inner West, and I live really close to where the gallery and my studio are. So I'm really sort of embedded in the types of activities that are happening in the um, in the Inner West.
0: Speaking about the gallery, Sydenham International, as I briefly mentioned in the introduction, is a new artist-run space, which you have initiated with fellow artist Brendan van Heck. And I'm curious to start with what inspired you and Brendan to come together and open this space, start up this gallery?
1: I think it's something that I've actually been wanting to do for maybe about 20 years. <laughs> it's sort of a, a long-standing dream. Um I think because there's always ideas that you have as an artist about projects and people that you want to work with and you can see gaps in the industry as well um, or in the opportunities that are available to artists. So, an artist run is something that is, I guess, independent of a lot of the things that go on within the industry and gives you a bit of freedom to do things in a slightly different way. So... Things kind of fell into place. We were in conversation with a furniture designer, John Gallagher, who actually has the workshop in the same building that we are now in with Sydenham International. And he had a shop front that was disused and it's a really lovely space. It's the kind of space that you walk into and it's got a particular kind of energy. And so we we walked into the space and uh, approached him about setting up an artist run and so, it sort of fell into place from there and it sort of feeds into a lot of the ideas that we have about how we like to connect to the community, mm. um, both our immediate community of artists but a sort of a broader national community of artists as well that we want to engage with. So, mm. it sort of, I guess it sort of started from those types of conversations mm. of both of us as artists essentially.
0: And you just mentioned the space where it's in. Uh, I was actually curious whether you had an idea to open the gallery and then you were actively looking for spaces or was it more that you found this space or heard about this space that was empty and available and that actually prompted you to think, oh, well, we could now start this gallery that we have been maybe having in our mind for a while. So did yeah. the space inform yeah, exactly. it? Yeah, exactly. And was it, was Sydenham as a suburb something that you were specifically interested in? You did mention that you live close by, so I assume it's convenient on one hand, but was it also something about Sydenham as a suburb that attracted you to set up the space there? Because there aren't many galleries around that area. No, there's not. Um, There's a lot of artist
1: studios in that area still. I mean, there's a lot of redevelopment happening in that area. I guess that whole area is, is really quite mixed use. There's a lot of light industrial that's still mixed in with residential, but there are a lot of changes that are taking place. Brendan and I also share a studio and it's in a couple of blocks out from where the gallery is and a lot of the people that we work with to produce our artwork are in that area. So it kind of came organically out of that engagement with all of the people who are sort of working in that area. So as I mentioned, uh, John is a furniture maker who's made a lot of our work over a number of years Um, across the road there's fx plastics and they have done a lot of the plastics manufacturing for us that we have done in the past Um, so it's really sort of being embedded in that kind of fiber of that part of the inner west and talking to people and um, it kind of just sort of fell into place through that i guess we weren't thinking it's time to open a space it really just came out of this engagement with this particular space the conversations that we'd had and and I guess timing just kind of yeah happened. It just kind of happened fairly organically, and uh, it is convenient. But it's also an ability to to kind of connect to the things that are happening on the ground because we are uh, we're working so much through a lot of the different businesses and have contacts to a lot of the artists who are working through that area. So not so much in the way of galleries. There's a there's a couple of galleries. Um, so the commercial is actually a commercial gallery, which is based fairly close by. But in terms of artist runs and other places, there's not a lot there at the moment.
0: mm And Sydenham International, which is the name of the gallery that you and Brendan run, will be operating Mm -hmm. as an experimental art space, as you briefly mentioned to me the other day, and you will be foregrounding experimentation rather than presentation. Could you tell us a bit about some programming ideas that you have in mind? What kind of creative vision, in other words, do you and Brendan have for this space? And what do you actually have in mind when you speak about experimentation rather than presentation?
1: For sure. Um, so the show that we've opened up with is a, a show with 10 artists we just started basically with this exhibition that would cast a fairly wide net around different types of practices. So there are artists from Canberra, from Melbourne, from the Northern Territory. And they're all, I guess, people who we've either wanted to work with or have worked with in the past and practices that we're really interested in. And so we're looking for connections between people. So their connections in terms of people having worked together previously. So Braywa um, who is based in darwin at the moment and Ruach lewis who's a local artist in sydney have worked together previously there's a lot of nice crossovers between the group maybe i'll mention the names of the artists so they're Monungur munungur ruak lewis claire peak mp hopkins who uh, is known to east side radio yes. um kay tom rowney spence messiah moya mckenna lewis grant and anna john a real range of practices there and so we started off with this sort of invitation to a whole range of different artists and as I say cast the the net quite broadly to basically initiate conversations with different segments of the arts community and also to just start sort of thinking about the crossovers that we wanted to work through and to support through the space. So in terms of an experimental art space I guess what we're thinking about is how we can support a public-facing outcome for artists at a particular point in time for them. So is it a finished exhibition or is it a series of ideas that they want a select group of audience members to come to to respond? Would it be useful for them to use the space more as a lab? So, for example, later in the year, around september we have a sound artist um mimi kind who's going to be working with us in this space and she'll actually use the gallery as a as a studio essentially for Mm -hmm. two weeks to develop a work that she's been wanting to develop for a long time but hasn't had the time or the space to do so and so she'll present it over two weeks after that initial kind of development stage and also, we're working to get a little bit of conversation around the work for her, so some critical input, which artists don't always have access to once they've either moved out of the institution. So if they've gone to art school, often you get a lot of critical input through those types of study spaces, but there's not a lot that you can do sometimes outside of that or people want to access particular kind of feedback so we can facilitate that for them or help help them to, to reach those types of people. I guess we want it to be something that allows people to test an idea, to try something out that isn't you know, maybe it doesn't necessarily work out, but everything that you try in your up practice will get you to the next stage and you've got to go through those stages of of being able to just work something out and just take some risks and i guess it allows you to do that outside of the studio as well so mm-hmm. that there is an output you know there there is a, a, an audience for it and that engagement with the audience is essentially the thing that that allows you to push your your ideas and your work forward mm, yeah. so you know maybe even in terms of we we're thinking even in terms of that experimentation might lead to um, I guess we wanted to ask things like, what is an exhibition and what is an exchange with an audience? What form can it be? Is it a screening of something that then has a series of conversations around it? Is it a series of conversations without necessarily having an exhibition outcome? What are the types of things that you can do to sort of stimulate a conversation around your practice and and to ask some questions about your own interests and the types of communities that you connect to through those interests?
0: Mm. You have mentioned this uh, facilitation of uh, critical input for the work and you mentioned it in uh, specific with this coming work for uh, Mimi King. So um, I'm just curious, what will this actually look like in practice? What are you envisioning to bring into space? Will it be artist talk or some kind of, some different kind of critical engagement with her work? Have you gone so far to already program some of those things and what can we expect to find or to participate in? essentially.
1: Yeah, I think with Mimi we talked about having somebody write about her work and that's something that artists always need as well. There isn't a lot of critical writing or not, not a lot of access of to critical writing about practice for artists so if there's something that we can manage to set up as a, as a kind of a conversation or beginning of a relationship for her with somebody that would be great mm. so we're working on that and um, in terms of the types of things that might happen so the space is actually a little shop front so there's going to be a constant kind of relationship for her to the street and it'll be interesting to see whether that is something that comes into the work and contributes to the way that she develops the work. And then in a more formal way, we're looking at just inviting a few people to do, I guess, more than an artist talk where an artist can speak about the ideas, it's almost Mm. the reverse in some ways and asking Mm. people to come into the space and respond to the work Mm. uh, and perhaps ask a question. So sort of perhaps even a smaller type of audience and a targeted audience where she might ask people who... Uh, tied to her interest in mm-hmm. in Sound and Connecticut to come and speak specifically to her.
0: That's so valuable, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's a really
1: great approach. generative way of working. So hopefully that's something that can yeah. Mm.
0: And is uh, you mentioned at the beginning how idea to run this uh, space came from identified lack of opportunities, certain opportunities that e- exist for artists and are available to artists. And I know that you are artists yourself. So I assume some of those ideas of what is lacking have been informed by your own practice.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think also, I've always done curatorial projects alongside my practice. And so I guess it's It's also driven out of being engaged with other people's practices through a range of different roles and looking at the people who work around me and the people who have worked with over time and that both Brendan and I have worked with over time and thinking about their practices. So one of the big drives for us is to consider the arc of a person's practice. Often the art world is really fixated on the new, Uh, so a new name or a new work, and that's not always sustainable. Um, I know for us the work in the gallery at the moment, uh, some of it is resting on a large stepped yellow object, which we have called a plinth at the moment, but that is... An ex-work of Brendan's that is usually in the studio, and it is very difficult to store large objects to store large structures, and so we brought it out to use it as a um, as a support in the space and so we don't we don't have it in the space as a sculpture of his but as a support for Mm. somebody else's work at the moment so we're thinking about this idea of recycling and Mm. being able to use again and so many of us have got you know studios full of artwork that will probably never uh, see the light of day again because if they've been in an exhibition once it's kind of hard to to get the work out again and so we're really thinking about this idea of revisiting things and bringing things out again both in terms of the work itself so all the works in the space at the moment in this opening exhibition are existing works only one work by kaya bud was a newly made work that was based on an existing work so she extended from from an existing work it's about the idea of being able to bring these works out bring them into circulation again connect them to different conversations So circle back to something, Mm. come back to again, think about it again. And that's both in terms of the objects themselves, the artworks, but I guess it's also about the ideas and we're also thinking about that in terms of practices. So Mm. artists often have ebbs and flows in the arc of their career and sometimes people's practices kind of either fall out of, not favour, but fall out of the limelight or fall out of Mm. focus. And so sometimes those practices are... Practices that we're engaged with, people who we know of and whose practices we really value and it would be great for us to be able to give people an opportunity and also to think. Um, I guess one of the other things to to consider there is to to work across generations. Mm-hmm. That's another of the big ideas that we've got or, you know, the important ideas for us in the running of this space is to to work across generations, really young artists to um, more established artists and to find those points of connections between them. So I guess the way we're talking about it is a lot to do with the conversations that we can set up and they really are born out of. Both the experiences that we've had as artists and the and the conversations that we have with other artists about what they might need, what they are looking for, the gaps in the in the industry. And every part of the industry, I guess, has its role from commercial galleries to institutions, but not everything can give you everything that you need, obviously. So an artist runner or an experimental art space might be able to give you an opportunity to to do some things that are not there through some of the other kind of platforms.
0: Mm. I was thinking as you were mentioning this idea of restaging the previous works and you spoke about restaging as a tactic or recycling, you use that word as well. So showing the work that's been shown before and maybe many years before, I'm thinking how when we change the context of the way that work is shown and the space within which it's shown and the time, it changes. The work changes the way we perceive the work changes. And I know that in your own practice, you're interested in perception and in uh, working with space and challenging the way that we experience spaces. So uh, I wonder, do you see that the work changes its meaning and that the way we perceive the work changes when it's completely new context or you show the work again 10 years maybe after it was originally made?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, that's a really nice connection to make. I hadn't thought about that in 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 relation to my own consideration of perception. So, thank you. <laughs> um, the yeah, I think it. I mean, it definitely does. You know, conversations change, and uh, social and political contexts change, and so a work that was produced, you know, ten and twenty years ago will be considered differently in the current moment. And I think those are really important processes of looking back at the conversations that we were having and thinking about what's changed or what hasn't uh, how can we bring those types of considerations into the present moment to to think about where we are at right now and one of the things that I always think about in terms of art practice is also that idea of lineage so whose shoulders do you stand on or, or, or what has brought you to to who you are as an artist mm-hmm. at the moment so all of the people that feed into your understanding of who you are as an artist and what you can what you can say as an artist as well so I guess that revisiting of an artwork is is part of that as well as to is to acknowledge the people who came before you and to think about how indebted you are to them in terms of how you understand how you might be able to engage with a conversation and to and to build on a conversation. Hopefully, as artists we can extend on the things that people have done before us, and we can kind of keep bringing questions and ideas and conversations forward. Mm. So that sort of circling back, I think, is really important.
0: Mm. And deepening through that. And it also challenges or pushes against this pressure that artists often have to churn new things constantly, to produce new and new and new and it's really beautiful. It really resonates with me, what you're saying. This idea of giving more time, basically, to works that you have already put so much time and effort in and that otherwise are seen maybe once or twice and are forgotten. So, yeah, it's really a lovely way of giving them an extended lifespan and pushing against that capitalist idea of constant production of new
1: Definitely, and I think it also allows us to value things, you know, I guess if, we, if we're moving forward at a pace and don't kind of look back, it's it sort of, you miss out on a lot, there's a lot of really important voices that are not allowed to sort of feed into the way that we're thinking about things today, and that knowledge is a really important knowledge, that knowledge is such a rich thing to be able to tap into and to be able to respond to,
0: mm. yeah. Yeah. Speaking about voices, I'm curious how will you go with programming in terms of selection of the artists that you will present? Will there be open calls or are you proactively seeking the people that you would like to work with and engage with their ideas in the space? We're
1: sort of working a few of the details of the space out as we go, but in terms of the programming, we won't do an open call as such because I guess that's sort of also tied to the idea of not having the space as a presentation space. So what we're more interested in is if somebody has an idea about what the space could be that another space can't provide. Mm -hmm. So if they have an exhibition that is ready made and they want to show it, it's not really the, the kind of project that we're interested in. We're more interested in a conversation around what, the space itself in terms of its location or also the types of things that we're encouraging can bring to an idea for an artist. So we invite people to come and talk to us about anything that they have in mind and things that they want to test and so on. Um, We started off the space with a series of conversations, so we invited over a series of four weeks a lot of different people from the arts community who had run artist runs before or people whose inputs and ideas we value so maybe about eight or so people at each session and we had that as a beginning sort of welcome into the space for a number of different parts of the community but also as a way of speaking to people and say what do you think a space like this could bring to you at this moment in Mm -hmm. time Mm -hmm. and do you think that the that the community needs it can you see anything that this could provide for you Through that, we also started to sort of extend out into asking people: Can you imagine doing something here? Is there something that you would be interested in doing that this space could provide for you? So the first exhibition, as I said, was something that we formatted in terms of again an extension of a welcome to different parts of the community and starting to sort of state our ideas around the space and what we wanted to be. The next exhibition is is a drawing-focused exhibition that will run for eight weeks. It's a, an evolving exhibition, so every week it will change and different artists are coming in to, to respond to the idea of drawing, mm. starting from drawing in relation to performance and finishing up with drawing in more an artist book kind of format. And then beyond that, we've just, through the conversations and through the, as I say, these four sessions and other just basically talking to people, we've had people, both we've both sought people to do things so things that we were interested in and just through our conversations with other artists knowing that they were looking for an opportunity to present a particular work or to talk around a particular work so we've approached people and people have also come to us so Mimi was somebody who I was interested in working with we have for example artist Luke Parker who is going to be presenting in July three exhibitions that he has staged elsewhere and he's never seen. So every week he will present one of these exhibitions to bring them back to his Mm -hmm. community and to have as an opportunity to actually talk about the ideas in the space. So again, a series of conversations around those three exhibitions. Mm. So it's sort of, we've almost got a full program actually already until the end of the year and yeah it's it's basically around this idea of just talking talking things out and we invite people to just come and talk to us and mm. and bring ideas to us and consider what it is that they might want to test out that they can't do in other spaces
0: mm. You're on ESA Radio 89.7 FM. This is Arts Monday Simpoesis and I'm in conversation with artist and curator Consuelo Cavanilla and we are speaking about a uh, new artist-run gallery Sydenham International which is located on 81 Sydenham Road. Technically it says Merrickville but I assume it's somewhere in between Sydenham and Merrickville by the postcode. Yeah. <laughs> Where can we find, uh, Consuelo, all this information about the space and follow the program? What is the best way to do that?
1: At the moment, we're just on Instagram. So one of the things that is yet to come is the website. We're, we're building it, but um, we just thought we'd open the doors and get things underway and then some of the things will, will come as we go. So, yeah, we're on Instagram as Sydenham International and people can follow us then. And we'll be posting things to come. So, for example, the this exhibition that is currently on is running until April thirtieth. Mm-hmm. And this Saturday, Saturday the sixteenth at six pm, we have an event with MP Hopkins doing a performance as part of the work that he's presenting in this group show. MP Hopkins it has a a text work in the space that will be activated through the performance on saturday mm.
0: and mp hopkins as we briefly mentioned is one of the presenters here on east side they are running a show called listening space i believe and it's on mondays at 6 p.m so you can tune in and maybe you will find out even um, some more details about his work at sydney international tonight Concello, thank you so much for joining us this morning and it was really lovely to find out more about this new space and I really look forward to experiencing everything that will be happening in it in the future. Super, thanks so much for having me on board. e Radio 89.7 FM, you're on Arts Monday in Poesis and this was conversation with artist and curator Conselo Vanilla. We were talking about newly founded Artists Run initiative, Signum International.